Welcome to the Build a Purposeful, Profitable Business Doing What You Absolutely Love podcast, hosted weekly by Ange Dove, your business fairy godmother, professional copywriter, published author, and business owner of 20 years. In every episode, Ange will deliver useful bite-sized insights to help you find your voice, position your value, demystify the marketing tech, and run your business on your terms. Okay, welcome to the next episode of the podcast. And uh, this week, what I want to talk about is um, even though if you're setting up a business for the first time and it's a new business, I want you to think about your branding. Now, I know a lot of people say, and this is quite true, that if you're setting up a business for the first time and it's new, your number one priority is to get sales in. So you need to get some cash flow going. And, and this this is just really good business sense that you need to focus on the things that are going to make you money first, and then you can focus on the bells and whistles later. All right. But what I want you to do as you're setting up a new business is think about um, having the right mindset in the business, as in looking at it long term. So if you treat the business like it's going to last and it's going to be around in the next 20 years, the next 30 years, and you're looking at that long-term view, you're more, you're more likely to put in place um, systems and processes that are going to get you there. All right. So that's what I want you to think about in your business is don't just look at it as, okay, I'll give it a try and see what happens. Really have a strategy in place to make sure that you're looking at it long-term. So, and I, this is the reason why I'm, I'm asking you to do this is over my 20 years of um, working in marketing and being a copywriter and talking to clients and looking at um, their clients' marketing materials as I've been visiting their offices and taking briefs for the various projects I've had to do. One of the things I noticed a lot with most businesses, and it didn't really matter um, what industry they were in, um, they all really were doing several of the same types of different mistakes. And one of the one, one of the biggest ones that I noticed with a lot of these um, small and medium businesses that were now quite successful, and they'd been around maybe five years, was that usually their branding was at that stage an absolute hot mess. And the reason for this was that when they started their business, they didn't look long-term. They didn't plan the brand. Um, they didn't look at what the visuals were going to be or what the communication message was that they were going to um, put forth. Now, when you're start starting out a business, these things might change, uh, and they probably will. Uh, I know for my business, they definitely change. Um, and that's okay. Um, but you need to start with something and work forward. And as you grow, you can change things. But at least if you have um, the processes in place now, it's going to be easy to do that later. So what I was finding with um, when I was visiting a lot of my clients was that they had started small and they had usually, most of them, I say almost maybe even 100% of them, had started their business just with a logo. And that was their brand. So usually a lot of them would have just hired a freelance designer and got that logo done. They liked the look of the logo and they used that. So they put that on a website. They put it on their brochures and they put it on the name cards. 
And that became their so-called brand. But a brand is much, much more than just a logo. Um, so what happens over time is when these companies grow and they decide, okay, we need to do a brochure now. Um, so they speak to, they might have more money this time. So they'll speak to a different graphic designer and say, okay, I want a new brochure. Can you design me a brochure? And that graphic designer will then design something that's completely different from what the logo looked like. And, um, so it sort of grows from there that they they now have a brochure that's a different design. It's a different designer, a different look and feel from their logo. All right. If it is done correctly, okay, at least the brochure should have some relation to the logo in some sense. But um, anyway, so they, they had a, a brochure. Maybe they also changed the logo. They got the, the designer to say, okay, can you just have a look at what you can do with our logo? And, and that logo might have changed a little bit as well. And then they go to revamp their website and they get a different um, designer to do the website or they'll get a web programmer to do the website and the design sort of goes out the window. And then there's a different look and feel for the website as well. Then they'll be um, printing their name cards. And as they do the next iteration of name cards, they get a different designer. That designer decides to give them something more creative and they get something different again. And... So what you end up with is a company that has mixed visuals. So the customer is confused as to who this company is. And usually the message just gets completely left behind as well. I'll speak about the message in a different episode um, because that's a whole different kettle of fish. But um, I'll just talk about the visuals in this episode here. So how do you avoid this? Because this can then be quite a costly um situation to be in when you suddenly realize as a company that um, you've got all this different visual communication pieces and your customers are confused as to who you are. So example, I went to see one customer one time and their website had been branded um, black and red. So everything was black and red. Their um, name card that the girl gave me when she met me was green and white. And then the brochure was different again. So I was looking at this and explaining to um, the girl who was um, just a junior marketing manager. And she didn't really have the authority to go to the boss and explain to the boss. Um, But I I asked for a meeting with him so that I could go over this because I was saying you're just, you know, this isn't just a little um, progression in the design that's different and it doesn't quite match. This is actually completely different identities this is there is no relation to the company that's on the website to the company that's in the brochure and to the name card you've just given me there's no relation whatsoever so you don't want to end up in that kind of mess because that's expensive then when you need to then rebrand and make everything consistent you're going to end up having to redo the website redo your brochures throw away the old brochures that have been printed redo name cards, etc. then it, the logo would change on absolutely everything that you've put it on. So um, you, you kind of want to have your brand grow organically as your business grows. And so that you're not going to be in that mess of having to redo everything at a very costly um, expense to you. So how do you do this? So you want to be thinking about what is the brand visuals? 
um, in terms of not just a logo, because the logo is just one aspect of your brand. And it's just a very small aspect. Yes, it's something that will be seen everywhere. So it's important. But it's only one element of what your brand is, what your visual brand is. So what companies do, um, larger companies, when they, um, they, they go through a branding process, is they will document their brand in what's called corporate identity guidelines or CI guidelines. So I can just refer it here as just brand guidelines. Okay, but it's your visual identity. Um, so your corporate identity guidelines. So this is basically a manual or a, a documented um, document or manual that will give instructions to future designers on how to protect your brand. So it will describe what your brand is. And that's not just in terms of how to do the logo, how to redesign or how to reproduce the logo if you haven't got the file. Um, it's also It also documents the color codes of the brand. So the exact correct colors will be used throughout on everything. It will document the types of fonts that's going to be used. So you don't end up with documents with multiple different fonts, even in the same document. You want to stick to two or three consistent fonts and document what your head, what your heading font will be, what your main text font will be, etc. So you want to do that. Um, you want to also then look at your graphics, the graphic elements. What kind of graphics are you going to be having as a consistent element in everything that goes out? So we do this in terms of what we call primary graphics and secondary graphics. So your primary graphic will be the obvious graphic that is very highly visual um, and it's on everything and people can identify your brand with that graphic. And then your secondary graphic will be uh, elements that you, you put in, you know, it'll be peppered through every now and again, but it's not a major part of the, the communication. And you also want to do that with your colors as well. So another mistake I see businesses make is they think that they have to use only the color of their logo in the color for all of their brand materials. It's just got to be those logo colors. So you can imagine if your color, if your logo is two colors, which most, if it's a good logo, it should be really no more than two to three colors. Um, if you're just working within the, just that color range, your, your marketing material is going to look really boring after a while. Right. Um, and there's no creativity for the designer to be able to um, put other things in. So you want to, to have a, what we call a primary color palette, where that is really the, the strong brand colors. Um, and then, but you also need a secondary color palette, which gives designers more room to play with in terms of being creative and adding um, different colors into your materials. What the manual will also give will be design templates for most of the common um, materials that you would use that your branding needs to be on, like your email signature, your website, your brochures, your PowerPoint deck, um, different brochures of different types of sizes. So if, you, if it was an A5 brochure, what would it look like? If it's an A4, which is double the size brochure, what would it look like? Things like that. And you also need to think about your images. What kind of images are you going to use for your brand? So are you going to be using photographs? Are you going to be using illustrations? Um, like for my copywriting company now, um, my 
visual aspect of my copywriting company are illustrations. I'm using illustrations on everything from my name card to um, the website um, and to my marketing materials that I email the brochures over to customers. They're all um, they're all illustrations. So um, you need to think about is is that how you're going to show your brand or are you going to use images? If you're going to use images, what kind of images are you going to use? Is it going to be images that are stock images? If so, what kind? Is it going to be, are all your images going to feature primarily people? And if there's people, are they going to be looking directly into the camera or are they looking away? Um, you know, you need to think about all of those kind of elements as to what makes the brand and what fits uh, your communications in terms of the imaging that you're going to use. And um, another thing I will just touch on, but I will do this in a different episode, is your tone of voice. You want to be thinking about how you communicate and document the way you communicate into the brand manual so that not just designers know how to design your brand in accordance to the rules of your brand and they don't um, dilute your brand in the process of being creative. You also want to be able to tell copywriters, this is the way we communicate in the brand. This is the way we talk to the customers. This is our tone of voice and give examples of what is right and what is wrong in terms of the brand. And your manual actually for everything um, going through, everything that I've mentioned really will give examples of what is right and what is wrong. So what we call what's on brand and what is off brand. So a lot of them will, will tell you what you can do with the logo and what you can't do with the logo, for example. All right. Um, so if you set yourself up right at the beginning by just doing a simple, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money on this, um, but you need to really plan it out. Whether you do it yourself or you hire, you outsource this to a, a freelance designer or you uh, really invest in a brand company, a, a brand design company, and you get them to create a new brand for you. That's completely up to you how you go about it. But just have that vision ahead and have that um, idea that this business is going to be around for a long time. And if you just set up the brand imaging at the beginning, um, your customers are going to, it's going to be easier for your customers to identify with you. And they'll soon begin, begin to see your visuals and actually recognize you, recognize, oh, this is a communication from you just because they recognize the style of the design. They see the colors, they see the style and they say, okay, that's, that's you. Okay. So once you do that, um, instead of just thinking of your, of your brand as a logo, um, this is really going to set you on the path to, it's going to save you money uh, down the road um, and when you do come to maybe as your business grows and you want to rebrand, it's because you've got the things documented already, it's not going to be such a big step to, to do the next rebranding. Um, so I say give that a thought. Think about how your brand looks, what represents you as your brand visually, not just in terms of your logo, but in terms of the colors you use, the fonts the images and the uh, color palettes that you're going to use as well. So I hope that helps. And um, as I say, if you haven't actually done that in your company yet and you're already existing, your company's already existed for a while, 
um, now is the time to put that in place as well. So it just makes it so much easier because you you want to be able to protect your uh, image and you don't want to, the situation where you hand your market the, the the design of your marketing collaterals over to a um, new designer and that new designer has no direction as to what to do with your brand and then starts to make things up for themselves and and thinks they have the creative leeway to do what they want then you're going to end up diluting the brand you already have and you will be on the the path that I described at the beginning of this session where you're going to end up with very different looks and each marketing material and your customer is just going to be confused as to who you are. All right, so that's it for today. So um, if you you like what you hear, um, do please uh, subscribe so that you can get the next um, episodes. As I say, I will be talking later in a future episode about your brand voice and how important that is as well. Um, but I hope I've given you some guidelines here on how to visually put your company forward as you start to grow. All right. So I look forward to um, you tuning in on the next episodes as well. Bye for now.